everybody. Get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a chef for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis on this stunningly grim day here in Washington. But we're going to light you up. we got some great stuff going on in the studio. Be sure to tune us on, tune into, sorry, uh, Facebook Live under Nikki Nellis, NYCCI. Mm-hmm. It's almost like TV. It's a little bit like TV. And you'll be able to see the thinner new me. It's, it's happening. And I'll tell you why, because I, I haven't found God, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Uh, I'm I have just I'm two weeks into a program called EMP 180 weight loss and EMP gives you nutrition rich foods that help you lose weight and not be hungry and get through your day and have lots of energy and we brought in the crew from EMP 180 uh, Eric Candelori is one of the owners mm-hmm. hi Eric uh, Kim Spivak is a consultant from their Rockville location they're in Rockville and Tyson's. Yeah, yeah, only two. And Chef Drew Smith, who's the GM and beer guy at Meridian Pint, who has lost 150 pounds. Which he's is a, amazing. He's chef. a shadow of his former self. Half. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> half, you're half a man. Uh, and we're going to be talking to them. And, and when I tell you, I mean, this is, I'm not a paid endorser. I'm nothing. I'm just on the program. And it works. I've lost 10 pounds. And my wife, you know. You know how that is. Yeah, okay, move on, because this All is right. the longest And his ever. fifth appearance on the show, somebody get the jacket, Bart Yablonski, the owner of Dawson's Market. It's a local natural foods uh, grocery store in uh, Rockville, Rockville mm-hmm. Town and Center. And it's back, because it's back. it shut down for a little bit. Bart now saved it's back. It. Bart he saved, saved it. it. Bart, the savior of Dawson's, Bart. Yay! Yeah, and uh, he's going to be talking about what's going on at Dawson's and the special Passover and Easter menus they've got going on there. And they also do a ton of other programming for the community, so they'll be getting into that as well. I hope so. Yes. You better, Bart. Yeah, Bart. Uh, And, yeah, you know, Bart. we always have a drink segment because who doesn't want to leave this show looped? So Paul <laughs> Williams is the beverage program director, and Mike Huff is the culinary director of Metropolitan Hospitality Group. Uh, it's a locally owned and operated restaurant group. They own Circa and El Bebe, and uh, they recently opened... Uh, I guess El Bebe opened uh, in the Navy Yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so we're going to be hearing from them. They own Open Road and Trio and Falls Church, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with those spots. But Feist, we're going to go to Debbie Moser at Central Farm Markets to find out what is going on before the poo hits the fan here and it starts to rain and pour and all that. Hi, Deb. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you guys? Good morning. Tell us what's and happening. Hi, hi, Bart. Oh, Deb oh, says, Debbie hi, Bart. says hi, Bart. Hi, Bart. Hey, how are you? Bart can't hear you. Uh Bart's one of our favorite people. We love we love Dawson's. We love Bart. Yeah, that's great. Um, I have something for you, David. Do I you, just have Debbie? to say to you about your new diet, mm-hmm. yeah. Raza Bovina Piedmontese. What does that mean? What? What does that mean? Was that that, that wasn't Italian? That we have. That was my my version of Italian. Oh, okay. Not very good. Raza, Raza, <laughs> why? Anyways, Raza Bovina Piedmontese. So, well, it's that, something about the about that being is, a, a Piedmontese, but I didn't hear the rest of it. Tell me. Yes, Raza Bovina. So it's a breed of cattle that <laughs> oh, is from okay. Italy, mm-hmm. and it is here. Oh, at Bovina. Our you mean farm cows? Okay, Bovina. Yes. Yes. And what makes this beef different at Angelus Beef than all other beef? I don't mm-hmm. know. Tell I'm, us. I'm taking from next weekend. Right, you're getting us ready this for Passover. Meat is lower. That's right. That's right. This meat is lower in calories. 
It is uh, lower in saturated fat. It's protein dense. It's high in omega-3 fatty acids, low in fat, low in cholesterol. So if you're looking for some good meat, and it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, just a beautiful meat to have on your dinner plate. Well, Deb, let me ask um, you, so is, a, it, is it an, yeah. an Italian cow that's being it raised in the States? It is an Italian. This, but is it being raised in the is. States Doug, or is it raised in Italy? It, no, it's raised here in the States. Doug Linton has a 300-acre farm in Remington, Virginia, mm-hmm. where he raises three, uh, like 100 head of cattle. Wow. They're both butchered locally, and he brings them to the markets. And you're lucky because if you come to Nova, you can get these cuts. And is he, really it's only available at the Nova. Mar- is it only at the Nova market? Yes. Well, okay. let's do a plug for the Nova, the Nova market because it's brand new. Right, Tell us about your new location. It's brand new. Yeah, so we're on uh, Leesburg Pike at the George C. Marshall High School, and we love being here. Today's booster day, by the way. So about fifteen hundred booster parents are coming out to the market and uh, helping support the market. We donate five percent of sales back to the booster club so we're working very closely with the community and Mm -hmm. we're pleased to be here and then if you're up in bethesda you should stop by rise bakery um and that's mike Carico who started rise because he was diagnosed with celiac disease Mm -hmm. about 15 years ago all gluten-free but the baked goods he has a his head chef was worked at the white house so we've got some really great breads and things for next week and by the way we will be open on easter oh easter wow sunday so both markets will be open yeah what a great yeah. way to so start your easter go to the market and then yeah. you know head to church or go home and have brunch that's right and then go home and um for those of you in bethesda also painted hand has horseradish uh lamb shanks uh stuff for your seder plate so make oh, sure terrific. you stop by there and yeah yeah so we're we're gearing up for the holidays Great. All right, Deb, thank you so much. Tell us where you can find everybody. All right. You can find us at centralfarmmarkets.com. We're uh, both markets year-round, and we'd love seeing you out here and support the farms and the vendors and just have come and have a good time. Great. Thank right. you. Thanks so much, Thanks, Deb. Right. Deb. Have a good holiday. All right. All right. Have a good day. Uh, All you right. too. All right. Bye-bye. So Mike Huff, Paul Williams, Metropolitan Hospitality Group, which could be the Mike Huff Group, couldn't it? Could be. MHG. Yeah, but it's not, right? It's not. You're going to have to well, fix okay. that, Mike. Yeah. Put your hands on it. Don't be afraid to touch it. There you go. So why don't you give us the 411 on, on, on the group and your, you know, kind of the overview of your all your places? Yeah, well, we've been open for about, uh, well, it's, MHG's been around for about 10 to 11 years. Um, we started with Circa DuPont, which unfortunately is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a decision we made uh when we were actually but Circa getting was to... the origi- Circa DuPont was the original yeah, that was Circa the original property, location, and that was like, yeah. what, 10 years ago? About 11 years ago. Yeah, it was okay. actually a Greenberry slash like uh, coffee shop slash uh, I remember. the beginning, and then we transferred it into a bistro, mm-hmm. um, and it did really well for us. I mean, it, it's the foundation of what we are. All right. Um, but explain what that means, because I feel like you guys went through, we were talking off air, this sort of transition of the Circa restaurant and the properties you guys do. Yeah, I mean, we, we started out with a lot of different chefs. You know, um, and when we got to really cleared and foggy, we realized that our food program was wasn't pe- wasn't at a ceiling, but it needed to really push itself up to stay with the DC standards. Well, that do you we think that's expect. because the DC landscape is changing drastically, yeah. and people yeah, were asking for more? Yeah, I mean, I truly more? believe that, and they're just mm-hmm. asking for a uh, better quality product, um, particularly when it comes to food. When people are going out, they're actually going out for dining experiences rather than drinking experiences at mm-hmm. this point. 
Not for us, unless, unless, I know. unless I mean, they come to this show, okay. unless they come to this show, correct. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we brought on uh, Vince Spinoza, who's our CEO and partner now, mm -hmm. um, to really start pushing the food program forward. And then he brought on Mike Huff um, to really push it to the next level for us. So how many locations do you have now? Sarkas, we have four. Um, we have our Bay Bay, obviously, which is our newest concept in Navy Yard, right next to Circuit Navy right. Yard, which we just opened. Mm -hmm. Our Falls Church locations were our most recent locations before that, which is Open Road Grill and Trio, which you, met, you guys mentioned earlier. So four Circas and then three other entities at this point. Well, we have a couple minutes. Tell us about the drink program. At, let's start with Circa, and then we can get into El Bebe. Yeah, for Circa, really our goal is classics um, that we can put our own spin on. We're not going to reinvent the wheel um, mm -hmm. in that sense, uh, but we really want to cater to people's palates to give them something that they're familiar with. Um, but also kind of push the the boundaries as to letting them be able to jump outside of their comfort zones. Terrific. All right, what are you pouring first? Uh, we're going to pour, uh, which one are we going for? Uh, Docked in the Tropics, which is one of our new cocktails Can at Circuit Navy Yard. Docked in the Tropics. Okay. So with Navy Yard, the whole Navy theme, we wanted like that thought process of they are mm -hmm. always going somewhere warm. Not mm -hmm. always. They obviously have some different places to go, so let me, let me reframe my words there. Um, but there, a lot of the times they get docked in really nice places, so um, mm -hmm. we went with a little bit more of a tropical theme there. So Don Q rum, fresh grapefruit juice, um, a little bit of bitters, um, just to kind of round out some of the herb flavors in there. Excellent. Well, All right, well, while you're making that, we're going to yeah. go to our next guest, and then, Mike, when we come back, we will talk to you I'm about the food I'm going to give an unsolicited plug because it's official now. Sam Nellis is now, the, speaking of beverages, the beverage director for Red Hen and All Purpose for the whole organization. Okay, that had nothing to do with what we're talking I'm about. I'm proud of my son. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of him, he, too. He but... drank in high school for free. Now he's getting paid. <laughs> okay. So it's good. All right, so... Let's talk EMP 180. Uh, I, you know, the, just the preamble again is um, I met Eric and his partner, Jim Moore, and uh, I got on the program, and it's already working wonders for me. I no longer look completely like a pair on two toothpicks. Thank you. Now I look like a – I don't know what I look like, but it works. So, Eric, why don't you start off and talk a little bit about the genesis of it and the concept for the program. So Jim and I looked at weight loss, essentially studied weight loss for a few years before we decided to open the business. Um, we realized, what was the impetus for that? So Jim had gotten involved in the weight loss business on the West Coast, mm -hmm. and he was telling me – I was his financial advisor. I have another career as well. Mm -hmm. but I was his financial advisor, and we were going through and talking about the business, and it looked like something that you could help people and also make money at doing it. Mm -hmm. But what we found were the two channels were, one, selling you food, mm -hmm. where you know people are going to eat the food – and most likely when they're done losing the weight, they're going to gain it back. And then they're going to eat the food again and again and again and again. And then the So other, wait, are you looking for repeat customers? We're not. Okay. <laughs> we're not. So I'll, I'll explain as I go through this. But the other channel is basically saying you keep trying these diets. They never work. You always gain the weight back. You sometimes gain more. We'll give you drugs or we're going to do surgery. And I just looked at that. I have a background years ago when I was in my 20s. I was in bodybuilding contests. Um, I do triathlons today. I just thought that is crazy that no one came up with a concept to actually teach people while they're losing the weight how to eat properly when they graduate. Mm -hmm. So what we came up with was to say, this is what we want to do. We don't want you to lose the weight solely. We want you to keep the weight off. So we're willing to say, if you reach your healthy weight that we agree on at the start, mm -hmm. you can continue to come in like a lifetime membership and get counseling, one-on-one -on -one counseling. And weigh-ins, which weigh not only your body uh, fat, but your body muscle. Right. 
they're breaking it down for you, that you can do that for life. <laughs> and and that's something that's unique. We don't see anyone else out there in the market that does well, that. Well, that, I mean, that the counseling part is really important, and we're going to get to Kim in a second, but it's not just, I mean, it's not to mention any of the other weight loss programs specifically, but basically they'll give you the food, they'll send it to you, and, and that's it. The counseling is what I have found to be, and Drew, you know, I want you to chime in in a minute. We, I mean, that to me is... It's the maintenance of it that's so important. Well, can we talk about the process? And actually, I think maybe we should talk to the chef because you lost 150 pounds? 155. So how did you find EMP and what was it about the system that appealed to you, especially as a chef? Um, actually, I think we might have got some wires crossed. I'm actually not the chef. I'm the oh, general manager. You're the general manager. It's yeah. a chef in my No, it's okay. Yeah. But you're, you're the drink guy, though, Quite too, all right. right. Uh, we have a beer director who does that individually, but I have worked in the craft beer I mean, industry. We've had people from Meridian Pike. In this, yeah, I've been in the craft beer industry in D.C. for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually have a dedicated individual named Jace Gonnerman who handles the beer there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I personally... You know, I hit a point where I got really big. I was, uh, I topped out at about 370 pounds. Okay. Uh, restaurant life took a toll on me. I turned 40, quit smoking, had kids, all, and opened three restaurants back mm-hmm. to back to back. Uh, and I didn't handle it well, personally. Um, you know, I would find kids my- Kids will do that to you. Well- No it, offense to the kids in this room. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame it on my kids as much <laughs> no. as I am. No you offense know, to the kids that really aren't listening. Me. Right. Uh, <laughs> But I just got to a point where things got out of control. And then, you know, you wake up one day and you see yourself so far from where you started that you got to do something. Um, well, to that point, we're, we have to take a break. When okay, we come back, we'll come back, I'd like to talk about what it was that appealed to you. And then sure. we can talk about how the program works. Absolutely. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We are losing weight. Well, some of us are. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. And we are talking mm-hmm. EMP 180 weight loss. Glad. I have found... Nirvana, because I'm losing weight, I'm not hungry, the food's good, okay. and I'm only a little cranky. All right, well, let's get back. We were talking, yeah, a little cranky. <laughs> Can we talk about the mental wellness? The mental her, state of, of the of people on it. Um, so how did you find EMP? Um, actually, I am a, I'm DC native, and I'm a sports nerd, so mm-hmm. I actually found it through uh, 1067 The Fan. Uh, they have a daytime radio host named Grant Paulson who started the program. Right. His mm-hmm. co-host, Danny Ruye, started the program. Uh, but that's just how I was introduced to him. Um, I listened to the show for two years while they were on it and didn't get off you know, the couch and come in and see EMP 180. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going on vacation and I was happened to be getting my car serviced. And my dealership at the time was right across the street from EMP 180. And I walked across the street while they were working right on my place, car. Right time. And I happened to walk by it. And I still drives didn't a, he drives it. a Volkswagen. No, actually a Subaru. A Subaru. Go Subaru. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I actually still didn't go in. And I went on vacation with my family and caught myself up in Maine having some real conversations with my wife uh, and some real conversations with some very longtime friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we wrapped up our vacation in Maine, it was on a conversation with my wife that was like, we're going to do this. And I came back, made an appointment, and never looked back. Now, mm. what were your what was your trepidation? I mean, I, mm. everybody walks in there. I know what I walked in there worried Shame, about. Fear. Oh. All of it, you know. Did you worry that you were going to be hungry and that no. it was going to? No? You're it's a real just, man. Nobody wants to. I mean, look, when, when you carry weight and when you carry that much weight, it's the first thing that you introduce yourself with. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing that people meet. You know what I mean? And it's like. 
to then commit to losing weight like that mm-hmm. in a very public manner when, you know, I'm in front of people all the time. Right. You know? And so it's like... Especially in the restaurant industry. Right. It's like being on That's stage. That's exactly my point, you mm-hmm. know? And every day, every day the guests that come into my place, you know, see me. They know me. I know their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, you know, if they find out that I'm on this, you know... And then you fail. It's all of that. You know, it's all self-doubt and fear and shame and all that crap rolled into one, mm-hmm. you know? And honestly, I got sick of it. I got sick of it. And I just said I was going to drop it at the door, and I did. And I walked through the door and started this program. So let's him. go to you walk through the front door and you meet somebody like, like Kim. Kim. Yeah? Kim, so what Kim, happened? Let's take us through the process. Sure. Um, well, when they come in for their initial consultation, get up consultation, a little closer. Yeah, you're gonna be on When the they come in for their initial consultation, they meet with a consultant like myself, mm-hmm. um, and we go through their. Um, they do an in-depth body composition analysis, so it gives them a reading, a printout of everything from their weight to their water weight to their muscle mass. Um, yeah, you've got this magic machine. Yeah, really. the in-body. Yeah, and um, it it does a great job, and that's what we monitor them with every week. Um, but I think, um, like you had mentioned. Um, the educational piece is the key. Um, it is what keeps them coming back. It what is what motivates them. And um, as a teacher, um, I was a health and physical education teacher for many years. Um, I've, I really believe in the educational component of this program. Um, and as a matter of fact, I wouldn't work anywhere else if, if I didn't have a, a chance to actually educate people because I don't want them to have success without knowledge. Look at that smile on Eric's mm-hmm. face. Look so at that. what is the education that people get when they come in? And can we walk them through sort of the process? Because it is prepared foods. It and, is. But it's not fresh prepared foods. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about like the nutritional value of the foods and how it how it works yeah. with your body. Well, I think the first thing I'd, I'd want to say is you have to get away from the idea of diet. Because the, the food is a tool to help them lose the weight, obviously. Um, but we want them to do this for a lifetime, even after they have this prepackaged food. Um, so essentially, what they're going to commit to is utilizing the foods and coming in weekly for their meetings. At their meet at their meetings, we're going to go through their their first their results and explain to them, okay, well your skeletal muscle mass it went down a little. Let's look at your water level. Well, are you hydrated? We teach them about um, you know meal timing. We teach them how to organize their day. A lot of folks come in and they're like, well, I don't eat until like one or two and I have coffee in the morning. I don't know why I'm so big. Um, So we have to kind of retrain them on just a proper eating schedule. Um, So they learn that. We help them plan their day out. Um, Their weekends, they've got kids, they've got other um, obligations and they don't know how to navigate it. They're like in Chick-fil-A with their, you know, six-year-old and they're got to eat something. So they have to learn how to do that. And that's those little things that we teach every week. We get to know our clients so well, um, and there is that emotional component to it. So you literally have to not only teach them the the knowledge, but you also have to take um, where they're at emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge factor. Um, If they're dealing with a lot of other stressors, um, if they don't know how to manage like their schedule or their sleep is bad or... They have family member who's ill, like those things we also have to teach about because that comes hand in hand with actual eating habits. Well, I think food is yeah. such a, it's such a part of our social lives. It's such yeah. a part of our, let's go get a, let's meet for a drink. Let's meet yeah. for, you know, a bagel. Let's meet for breakfast. Let's go out for brunch. Like but it's also like about, a blankie too. Right, when but you're everything stressed. about food is 
incorporated into our way of living. Yep. So figuring out, especially like you work in a restaurant, like figuring it out how to eat well and eat properly, mm-hmm. and especially if you need to lose weight, yeah. I, I, balancing that must be very difficult. It can be a challenge for folks, but when they see success and they feel better, um, it's like they something clicks in their head and it's they're a like, huge oh, yeah, they're like, this <laughs> is. is awesome. I don't want to do that again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to that way of life. Um, and, you know, having been in the, um, you know, I'm also a personal trainer and I would beat myself up about my clients not getting to where they want it to. And what I what I realized so much is the nutritional component is such a bigger factor. Um, so I I get to see people literally look like different human beings, and that's something that I can't describe. It's so rewarding, um, and and we we do we change lives. We really do. Well, I was going to say one of the the two other things that are there are a couple things that are important <laughs> that Drew didn't mention is I was I'm a nosher. I mean, like when I'm feeling uptight, the first thing I I do is stick something in my mouth and try and make it, you know, not not pizza or something. But you eat five meals. Actually, it's more than that, really. A day. Six. Uh, six. Thank mm-hmm. you, chef. Uh, He's not a you're chef. not a chef. You're a chef as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I, I mean, I, I'm not hungry between those things. I mean, I get to a point where I say, okay, it's time to eat. But that's the other great thing about, about the foods. Yeah. And there's a huge spectrum of foods to choose from like i got given stuff when i first came in but the second week when i came in i said i'm really not up for that you know can i have more of that and i you know you can can we talk about the foodstuffs that people are given because i think one of the questions people may have is why packaged food as opposed to fresh food and how i know you're allowed to have dinner at night but what's in the packaged food that provides the better option than fresh food. Okay, so there's no magic potion here. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, let's talk about it from a simplicity um, perspective. Keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. People need simplicity. They need structure. They need to know that they don't have to think about it all the time. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when we talk about macronutrients, your fats, your carbs, and your proteins, people don't always know how to put those combinations together at first. Mm-hmm. Now, they do get their dinner on their own, so we do give them a portion of what they can have, but we get that's kind of their play-around meal. But during the day, all of our products have about 15 grams of protein, and most of them have under 10 grams of carbohydrates. So if you think about it from, let's talk about oatmeal. Mm-hmm. We have oatmeals on our program. A typical, Which is good. It's one yeah. of my picks. Yeah, yeah it's really good, and um, we have several flavors of it. But a regular bowl of oatmeal, a, uh, a real bowl of like oats, has about 27 grams of carbohydrates, mm-hmm. which essentially you know get, can get converted to glucose and stored in your fat cells if you don't burn it off. Mm-hmm. Our oatmeal has about seven or eight grams. So we lower the sugars, we lower the um, uh, you know the amount of carbohydrates that they're getting in their diet. We portion that their foods, so they're not eating like three bowls of oatmeal, they're getting one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their body will transition to utilizing their fat instead of running on the, the carbs that they're giving it. Now that's not saying that we don't want them to eat other other things, because you need all three macronutrients. But in terms of like their carbohydrates, they have fresh vegetables throughout the day, they have to get vegetables, mm-hmm. and they have to have healthy fat. We use olive oil on the program. Um, but that's the thing, you know, keep it simple. Give them the right balance. Give them the right portions. 
and then let them play around with that one meal. Um, and we help them with recipes. We've had people come in and literally tell me, like, I don't have any pots and pans. Yeah. And it's it's true story. Like, I don't cook. I'm like, you don't need to cook. Just put it in the microwave. And they're like, no, you, you don't understand. I don't cook. And that was like cooking to them. And I was like, oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> I find that fascinating. So we've taught people literally, like, where to get pans. Like, one woman was like, where do you get a pan? And I'm like, seriously? I am not. Okay. I can't right, make it up. You're not smart enough to be on this program. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Can I so, say something on the client yeah. side? Of course, please. You know, I got to tell you the truth. When when you start looking at the products that you eat, mm -hmm. the other beautiful thing about it is this. You, if you're consistent with the way that you handle this, if you eat exactly when you're supposed to and you make that the priority, if you eat exactly what you're supposed to and you make that the priority, then what they also have is a baseline of you're guaranteed to get these nutrients. You're guaranteed to get this amount of carbs, mm -hmm. this amount of fat, you know, this amount of nutrients that you need. And so then they really get in there with your body scans and they start to tweak what it is you're doing and what it is you're not doing or what you need to do more of to really keep you in this state of fat burning all the time. And then when you start making your dinners, that's where I started to learn about what really needs to happen with my nutrition moving forward. Because you actually start to think about, wow, the thing that used to stress me out was, where am I going to get my vegetables? I need four cups of vegetables a day. I would wake up, eat my oatmeal and be like, oh my God, I'm already stressing out about my vegetables. How am I going to get my vegetables? And I found a way to incorporate them. But, mm -hmm. like, it really makes you think. I was talking to somebody last night. I, for the first time in my life, have given my own health and diet more attention than I do work. And that's crazy to think about. Because if I'm not right, how am I going to be right? Oh, by the else? way, Drew, right. we just got a message. You're fired. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love so work. It's still, awesome. Congratulations. So ha have you transitioned? Or not you yet. Not I'm still yet. on the program. I'm active. I'm in week 35. Okay. Uh, but with where my numbers are looking right now, I need to lose 1% more body fat and one point of visceral fat, and okay. I'm there. We have to take a quick Wait, break. Wait, I want to clarify one thing before we go. You are allowed to eat dinner on your own, but it's eight ounces of protein and, you know, like a... Uh, I think it's four ounces of chopped up veggies. Or a and, reasonable portion right. dinner. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You okay. don't just and I want to say, I just got a text message from Rebecca Cooper, who writes for the Washington Business Journal, and she is a client and lost uh, 50 pounds with you guys. Hello, and, Rebecca. Congratulations, yes. Rebecca. That's awesome. She said she worked with Allison and Vanessa, who uh, were Allison's amazing. My, Allison's oh, my coach, and Vanessa's awesome. That's awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about how you two can get on uh, this program. David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. Okay, back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. First, I just want to quickly thank our sponsors, Profish, Central Farm Markets, and uh, meat, meat Crafters, and mm -hmm. Ivy City Tavern. If you're not a sponsor, shame on you. Mm -hmm. Shame for shame. Let me know, and I'll make you a sponsor. Um, and we're going to get back to EMP 180, but I want to bring um, Paul and Mike back in from- um, This cocktail is lovely. Thank you. And I love the dehydrated uh, grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah. It was delicious. But uh, I want to talk about, uh, I was reading about El Bebe, which means he drinks in Spanish, right? Yeah. Not bad, huh? Yeah. Or it can mean the baby too. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, it depends on the where the, like, well, the uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, like how you doing, baby? Right? Um, <laughs> is that more of a tequila kind of a concept behind the bar, or or not? I saw a, a little bit of, of both. Uh, we, I mean, mezcal is on a trend that um, is really good right now, so we felt that we needed to incorporate. There both, are no both carbs spirits. in mezcal or tequila, are there? 
I, I can't speak to the I, I know that for a fact. So, Mike, come up to the mic. Mike, come up to the mic. Um, tell Hello. us about the um, the culinary program that you laid out for El Baby. Uh, we just wanted to keep it fun. Lots of tacos, uh, you know, different varieties. We didn't want to necessarily keep it Mexican, you know, so mm-hmm. we have some Asian-inspired. In quotes, Mexican. No, right. we can see you quoting um, on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. So we just, excuse me, we just wanted to keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Have a nice variety, mostly mm-hmm. tacos. You know, things that, as you see, they're the size that, you know, groups of people can come in, just order a bunch and Yes, because I'm partaking in the tuna tostados. Tuna poke nachos. Those are actually from Circa. They're so good. Yeah. Okay. Rub it in. Um, Go ahead. So Okay, so those are from Circa, but tell us a little bit about the taco program, like what people can expect. Um, So we want to keep the flavors very, you know, the proteins seasoned very bold, um, Mm -hmm. but keep everything clean, so... You know, small tacos, small bites. So when you take the bite of that taco, we want to have a nice, you know, big flavor when you take the bite. Basically. How many tacos are on the menu? Uh, currently 10. Okay. Yeah. And what's the space like? Because I haven't been down there yet. Is it because the Navy Yard, like that place is banging. I mean, there's so much yeah, going on down there. tons of stuff. It's on the corner of 99 uh, M Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, El Bebe is uh, much smaller than the circus side. Um, so good size bar, small dining room, mm-hmm. loud, good vibe, nice. Does it have outdoor? Yeah, so we just got our patio installed a week or two ago. So oh, good for you. Well, it's Eric happened. will be down there. Once a Marine, always a Marine. And <laughs> half your clientele must be Marines. So. Paul, tell us what you're pouring next. Yeah, so next is actually out of El Bebe. Um, I know you were talking about Bebe earlier. The w- reason why we named this cocktail was because it's called Hasta La Vista, dot, dot, dot. And that's Bebe. so people say yeah. Bebe. I get it. A little cheesy, but we like it. I get it. Um, Um, You got to go with it. So this is one with mezcal that we were talking about. Uh, We infuse chipotles into the mezcal, add a little bit of chinar, which is an herbal liqueur, fresh lime juice, um, some nice agave, Mm -hmm. and we're good to go. It has a little bit of a kick to it, so if you don't like spice, it might not be up your alley. It's okay. I'm driving, so it's all right. (laughs) Good deal. I'm trying one of the uh, shakes right now, (laughs) and I feel like if you put a little mezcal in it, it'd be really good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Are we good? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to EMP 180. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Eric, I guess one question I have is, because you have two locations. We have five locations. You okay. have five locations. You should know that. Alexandria, Woodbridge, Ashburn, um, Rockville, yeah, Tyson. I so knew let me that. ask. So for people who want to partake in the program, um, I think maybe, and you spoke to this, maybe one of the issues is like walking through the door. So do you Absolutely. do um, chats online if people can't come in? You know, because I think people are. There's so much commitment phobia out there. Like, oh, that means I have to go in one a week. It's another once a week. It's another thing I have to add. So, is there other ways for people to communicate with you, or you're like, no, coming in the door is really important. Well, coming in the door is important, but we're very flexible. We do mm-hmm. have people on what we call a remote program. Mm-hmm. So there are people around the country who are on the program. We essentially are sending them a scale, and we're doing it through Skype, where they're sure. doing the weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is the way to do it. But I believe coming in really makes a huge difference in sitting with people one-on-one. I mean, mm-hmm. I have an appointment every Monday at 9 o'clock. I love coming in. We have two businesses, and we're busy as all get out. But when I go in there, I get all the reinforcement. I mean, stepping on the – I don't have a scale at home. Nikki won't allow us to have I a don't scale. Allow scale. That's a smart That's... thing. I so, step on one scale once a right, week. Right, but when I st- – I mean, the first time I stepped on it, and I'd lost – I mean, I'd lost almost five pounds yeah. the first week. I was like, holy crap, this is great. So – 
I mean, I don't have a problem with that committee. I didn't say there was a problem. No, I'm I saying just said for other people. For other people, I know. There are other ways I'm just saying that it's it's very them. reinforcing when you go in there and you meet and they sit down with you for as long as you want and talk about. I mean, I was uh, one of the questions I had was if I can't get to my snack if I didn't bring it or something, what do I do at 10:30? You so know, something that's really interesting that sort of differentiates us. Um, let's say you're a vice president, business guy wearing a suit every day. You're on the program. You got a business meeting. You got to go mm-hmm. to Capitol Grill. That person's going to text us or email us or call us. All of a sudden, and, these people are and, rule followers. So, so what do you tell them? We're, we're literally going to tell them exactly what they can order off that menu. Okay. What do you tell them? I mean, what would it's, you tell me if I was going to the Cap Grill? Kim? Yeah, um, this is have, Kim. <laughs> they have a lot of options. Obviously, they have a lot of steak. Um, but they do have some great fish options as well. Um, and they also have some great asparagus. Um I know that for a fact that's a side there that would be good. Um, I always tell my clients, I, I try to teach them to pull up the menu on their phone before they go, right, and just kind of look so they're not sitting there in a business meeting trying to, like, navigate this menu. Um, but uh, mostly green vegetables are always great. Salad, ask for olive oil and vinegar on the side. Mm-hmm. You can have a great salad. Um, your protein, um, obviously, you can have chicken, fish, uh, steak, um, you know, pork. Um, but does that great. affect what I'm going to do for Good dinner? Because if I have eight out? ounces at lunch and well, my, my salad. Ayurvedically, you can eat your biggest meal for lunch. Yeah, but then what if I'm at dinner then time? Then swap. Doesn't... Swap your soup or your stew for dinner. Oh, I right. guess you can do that. Sure. You can absolutely do that. Some of our clients prefer to do lunch and dinner on their own. And again, we do meal plan for people. So uh, we also want you to know that we have plenty of folks that are successful that do whole foods options. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki, you mentioned earlier about use, using the food. Some people just don't want to. Um, we try to get them to utilize it for a period so they can get some knowledge behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they want to, we will literally meal plan everything with them, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, um, and and they can use their own food. you get the same result? If they follow what we say. If they don't, clearly, um, if they're not compliant, it's not going to work for them. Um, they can get the right result, but again, the best scenario is when someone can utilize our foods. Even if it's to a point, maybe they're on it for a few weeks and we start to slowly transition them, they have a better understanding of what to do. Um, but we, we, start, we have people who are kosher, we have vegetarians, we have had vegans, we have had all different um, people with different allergies. So uh, that's the other thing good about us is our staff is so knowledgeable. Um, I think you asked me if I had been on the program. I did do the program when I got there, so I knew how it felt. Um, but our staff is actually um, nutrition, nutritionist, health and wellness professionals, people with a, that background, not just someone who did the program, which you won't find in a, a, a lot of other, these places. Um, All right, so. I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up. But Eric, one question because I'm sure anybody hearing about all this help you get and all this food. They're wondering what it costs, what, you know, and, and what are my options? Yeah, so it's it's not an inexpensive program, but mm-hmm. the program is set up with one-on-one consulting so that you are successful. Like I said, you when you come in the door, you're making a commitment to say, I want to lose this weight for life, not just get me from point A to point B, and if I gain it back later, so what? We don't. If, if you just want to lose weight and you don't care if you gain it back, we're probably not the right place for you. We're a lifestyle change is what we're trying to get at. But we do have financing options. We literally can, uh, uh, if they get, obviously, you have to have credit where you get approved. But we can finance the program uh, interest-free over 12 months. There's many different options we can come up with great. for people. 
All right. Where are you online, and how do we reach you? EMP180.com. Tricky. Uh, the website. <laughs> All right. And uh, five locations. Okay. Right? Yep. Let's do them. Tyson's, Rockville. Alexandria. Alexandria. Ashburn and uh, Woodbridge. All right. Ashburn and Woodbridge were brilliant because you got people down there that are not going to make the hike to, you know. No. Perfect. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for making me skinnier. Uh, where is Bart, Bart Yablonski? He's right there. All right. We're have Bart, to ask grab you to get a up. microphone. Yes. Here, slide in here. Dawson's Market. Dawson's Market has been in Rockville Town Center for several years. Uh, the original owners at some point decided they were going to, you know, take the money and run. And Bart, <laughs> exactly. who was the VP of operations right at that point? Correct. Uh, jumped in and said, I'm going to keep it going. And now Dawson's is up and running again, and they've got great natural foods and all kinds of events. Thank you. You got that there? I'm trying right. to. I'm trying okay, to get in. And Bart's son Noah is here. Hi, Noah. Hi. Good to see you. <laughs> all right. So why don't you give us a quick 411 on the market? Sure. Well, thanks for having us back. We're glad to be here. Um, mm-hmm. So Dawson's, we are an all-natural, independent, um, locally-focused grocery store in Rockville Town Square. We're very focused on our community uh, and on local products. We represent over 75 local vendors uh, within 100 miles of the store. Mm-hmm. But we're really more than a grocery store. We are a gathering place for the community. So we host tons of events uh, throughout the month just to encourage people to come in and, and experience something new. So just this Saturday, yesterday, we had our uh, craft market, which is something new we started doing since I reopened the store. Um, once a month, we invite local artisans to come in and, and sell their wares in the store. Mm-hmm. We have a great Meet the Locals event uh, once a month where you can come and actually meet the people that make and, and produce your food. Um, and then we started a series of cooking classes as well. So. Um, we have a tiny chef's uh, cooking program. Noah actually did one of the classes, uh, which he had a great time at. Um, so this is a What'd program. What would you cook? <clears throat> uh, pot pies. Pot pies. Uh, yeah, not, <clears throat> not the real, pot pie not was real pot pie. No, okay. the pot pie was so good. I actually told my chef, I was like, "You should use this recipe." Uh, <laughs> and so, but we have there's uh, classes from age four through eight or nine to 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so our next class is coming up on Monday the 22nd, which is the last day of spring break, and right. it's a cupcake class. Um, so um, that's really exciting. And then we also, since the kids had so much fun, we decided to do it for adults. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have adults cooking classes coming up, and um, our first class for that will be on Friday night the 26th. It's a date night class, mm-hmm. and it's pasta, sauce, and wine. And um, we're doing that class. It's $99 for two people as an introductory thing. So it's like thing, a nice so. date night. Exactly, yeah. And we, so what's the setup there? Because I haven't seen how you guys set that up for cooking classes. How does sure, that work? Sure, So the class starts in our community. So we have a large community space and a big community table. And so mm-hmm. we start at the community table. This is for both classes, kids and adults. We start at the community table. We review the recipe. Uh, the kids will actually go shop in the store for their for the ingredients, uh, go through the register, pay for their ingredients with oh, little money that. they have. Oh, that's cool. Um, so they get a little practice of math skills. Um, mm-hmm. But for the adults, we just discuss it. We have a little bit of wine. We have some appetizers at the community table. And then we head into the, our kitchen. And we mm-hmm. actually do the, these classes, both kids and adults, in our commercial kitchen. Uh, so it's a working kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you spend time back there, you know, an hour to hour and a half, depending on the class, doing it. And then you come back out to the community table. And then you sit down as a group and enjoy what you made. That's terrific. I think that's so nice for a local market to sort of offer that opportunity, especially because you guys are really community-based. 
um, being in Rockville Town Center, and there's so much going on there right, right now. Right, absolutely. And, and and the previous guest was talking about people not knowing where pots are and how to cook. I mean, right. that's so true. So we've actually talked about doing some really simple classes, like how to pick a fresh produce or knife skills, things like that. Or you that. could do a sign that says, the pots are over here, stupid. Right, we could do that, too. <laughs> also do that. All right, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about more of the programming. And then you have incredible options for Easter and Passover. Correct. And there's all these events coming up, so we'll get into that. This is David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis talking to Bart Yablonski, who is the proprietor of Dawson's Natural Food Market in Rockville. And just real quick, because, you know, Dawson's is is the only grocery store within, you know, baseball-throwing distance of Rockville Town uh, Square. Correct. So um, I I assume the community went up in arms when Dawson's announced it was going to close, and then when you announced you were saving it, they probably were – Full of hugs and kisses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we would never have been able to come back if we if not for the support of the community. So, um, yeah, the store, the previous owner announced he was going to close the store in October of last year, and it, within days of that announcement, um, the mayor called for an emergency uh, kind of town town hall meeting, which was held uh, in Rockville Town Square at Vizarts. And there's over 400 people showed up to the meeting, um, and probably 50 of those people got up to talk about Rockville Town Square and and. A, good portion of those people specifically about Dawson's and just, you know, the, the impact of losing Dawson's, you know, would have on them and the square in general. And well, so it's that also support... one of the last bastion of independently owned markets. I mean, you know, most grocery stores, Safeway, Whole Foods, you know, Wegmans, it like it's all big chains. Absolutely. So to see an independent market, I don't, I think it's so important that people value that. Absolutely. I think it's a fantastic story. I mean, obviously, it's, it's about our store. But mm-hmm. just the fact that the community came together to save an independent business mm-hmm. um, when there is such a focus on, you know, the Amazons of the world and um, the, the, the consolidation of the We'll just see how this story changes when there are 20 Dawsons up and down the East Coast. And... <laughs> My wife would kill me. <laughs> so for people who haven't had the opportunity to go to Dawsons, can we talk about sort of how you would – how you Explain source your mission, and... how you source everything. I know you sure. work a lot with locals and you really try to bring in craft artisans, especially around from the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're very local focused, as I, I said before. We're also um, an all natural store. Um, but we are, you know, we're especially what does store. That mean, all so natural? for us, for all natural, we have a pretty long list of standards that we follow uh, that ca- travels through the entire store. So, mm-hmm. for example, all of our meats are antibiotic, hormone-free meats. We have grass-fed. In addition, we have organic. We have local, mm-hmm. um, and that meat is the same meat that's used in our kitchen. So we have a full production kitchen. We have a great hot bar, a salad bar, and um, we brought some of the food today um, for Passover menu and Easter menu. Yep. Um, so w- everything, our standards travel around the store. A lot of places will have a standard in one department that they don't follow it in the other department. Hmm. We follow them all the way across. Um, So in our produce department, we try to do as much local as we can, um, mostly organic when it's not available local. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in our grocery department, you know, it's going to be all natural products. Um, And so, you know, you can come in and shop in our store and really not have to read labels. That's our goal. we got about two minutes. Give us something about the Passover menus and the Easter menus. Sure. So we've got, they're both online at Mm Dawson'sMarket.com. And um, so for Passover, I actually bought a couple different things. I brought matzo ball soup, which is always a favorite. Um, but then I also Which your son has demolished. Yeah, he Get already going. finished. Hopefully, his hopefully Bobby's not listening to this. Um, so, when, but I. Oh. <laughs> um, so we brought three different harosas with us, and mm-hmm. so this is actually something that I learned um, from my new chef. Um, but so harosas is uh, represents the mortar, um, right. and you basically put it on matzah. Um, it's apples, walnuts. 
Cinnamon, sugar. Correct, correct. It's delicious. It's delicious. And there's a million different versions of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I brought three different kinds that we actually have on our menu. So you could do a little bit of a Herosis tasting. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first one is is called Polska Herosis, and this is the Ashkenazi classic. So it's a traditional Herosis. This one or this one? um, This, that one, this one. This one, this one looks... Um, so it's got. This one looks like my grandmother's. <laughs> yeah, that's typical. It's like the apples, the raisins, right. walnuts. It's got wine in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've also brought a Cypriot Herosis, which comes from Cyprus. And so that's more of like the, the fruits, Fates. dates, figs. exactly, yeah. figs, mm-hmm. but it's got orange, apricots in there, um, apples. So it's really more of a kind of a fruity version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think and that's then, on the EMP 180 diet, don't you? Not high fruit, yeah. sugar. <laughs> my God. And then I think that the really interesting one is this as Persian herosis, which mm-hmm. is actually supposed to be served in a pyramid shape. Okay. Um, so we've kind of formed a little pyramid there. But this has 40 ingredients in it. Um, which is to represent the 40 years that the Israelites were in the desert. Interesting. And there's actually 40 ingredients. I won't read them all to you, but there's seven apples, three pears, two kinds of figs, four kinds of nuts, tons of different spices. Mm. Um, so just really interesting little history lesson that I got from our chef about the That's different fascinating. regions. And it's delicious. Thanks. Thank you. And then so for Easter, we've got all the traditional Easter items as well. So we've got ham. We've got some great dill, salmon cakes. We also do a lot of platters. So if you're doing a, a brunch mm-hmm. for Easter, we've got a smoked salmon platter. We've got several different quiche options. Great. Yeah. Okay. So just a shout out to where everybody can find you, please. Sure. So DawsonsMarket.com. Um, if mm-hmm. you can text the word Dawson's to 22828, again, the word Dawson's to 22828. Right Mm -hmm. now, you'll get on our email list, Mm -hmm. and you're going to get a coupon right away for a free coffee or cookie. A Foodie and the Beast special. Operators are Uh, on duty now. (laughs) But DawsonsMarket.com for all of our menus, uh, cooking class schedules, and everything. Excellent. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. So your your fifth time appearance jacket is out there somewhere. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to grab it. Just take one if you see it and you like it. All right, so Paul, Mike, step back up to the plate. So, um, with your Navy Yard properties, how crazy does it get with the baseball season? I mean, we're really just getting our uh, feet wet there, but the past um, few games have been pretty incredible. I mean, we get a lot more hits on the weekend days, so the I Friday wish you, night. I wish the Nats would get more hits. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we truly wish that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, El Bebe to uh, both Circuit Navy Yard locations have been pretty full. I mean, you can still get a good seat. I would just get there a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be sure to have a good time before you go into the game. So we didn't really talk about the menu at Circa. Mike, do you want to tell us a little bit? I mean, we talked more about what's going on at El Bebe, but not as sure. much. So we just want to keep it kind of seasonally driven, mm-hmm. you know, more uh, kind of foodie focus um, with options, you know, that that are good for a date night, but also good for families. Like? Good for coming, uh, you know, before a game. So, you know, mm-hmm. we do the, the chicken wings, but we also uh, will have a braised short rib, flatbreads, burgers, um, salads and entree salads, things like that. Okay. So good options uh, all around for, for... Now, you guys open up for lunch? Lunch and dinner. Lunch and, and dinner, brunch. both properties? Both properties. So at El Bebe, is it like more like get your tacos and go or... It's, How are people using the space? It's a little faster. So, you know, the dining room's small. Mm-hmm. Um, people will come in, you know, order tacos. They're, the times to get the food aren't that long because we, you know, make and pump the tacos out pretty fast. But it's sure. casual, have some, you know, mezcal cocktails, pound some tacos, and mm-hmm. then head off to the game. Okay. All right. So this cocktail that you made here in the pretty glass, this is from... Which that's time? from El Bebe, so this that's Hasta La Vista. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has uh, chipotle-infused um, 
Maximum Mezcal. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we, we gave you the chicken al pastor cocktail as well, um, because they marinate the chicken with chipotles as well. Mm-hmm. And then they put a the little bit of pineapple, obviously, for an al pastor taco. Ooh, so it helps to, It has a good kick to it, but if you eat it with the taco, Mama it helps Cita, to kind of uh, big tone it down a little Ooh. bit. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. We have time for one more cocktail. What are you making oh, next? Well, it's not a cocktail, but this okay. is our uh, exclusive beer. If you want to open some up, Mike. Okay. Um, so we uh, partnered up with Atlas uh, Brew Works down sure, in, sure. Um, I guess, down in Ivy City now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt Carlin, our owner, and uh, Justin over there were able to uh, kind of collaborate. And then we kind of decided to go with a, more of a tropical fruit IPA. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a 6.1% ABV. It does the job for most beer geeks. Some beer geeks might not like it because they like their IPAs to be, you know, seven, eight percent plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we really wanted to make a beer that was for the masses, um, that uh, both uh, female and males can actually enjoy, um, mm-hmm. and it can um, drive to both palates. So All we're right. serving it with the carnitas taco. These um, are the carnitas because it's a beer braised uh, marinade. Mm-hmm. Um, so the beer, the IPA, IPAs go well with any taco. All right, real IPA. quick, let's make sure everybody knows where the two restaurants are. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. So El Bebe and Circa Navy Yards here the same address, 99M Street Southeast. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Circa Chinatown uh, right next to Capital One Arena. And then we also have Circa Foggy Bottom, 2221 I Street, mm-hmm. Circa Clarendon, 3010 Clarendon Boulevard. And then we also have our locations out in Maryfield location. Congratulations. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. This pretty, is beautiful. Thank you much so much. The show. I got to wrap it up. Yeah, you do. So everything you heard about on the show today, you can find more about on Nikki's website, which got hacked, but is going to be back up when? Back up Tuesday. Dun, dun, uh, so, you know, delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow Nikki on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and and look for her on WTOP Live every Thursday at about 1240. Mm-hmm. And don't forget about EMP 180, man. You'll lose weight.